all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, work stuff, you know, non-work stuff, whatever, you know, like buzzing streetlights. I haven't mentioned that in a while, but uh, every once in a while that'll get my, get, what does get my goose meat? Maybe we'll talk about that. I'm always looking for a cheap metaphor. Not, well, I don't know if that is a cheap metaphor. Because, um, uh, no, no, that is an interesting phrase. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's giving me away. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, uh, tangents. You know, I'll get distracted. I'll go off topic. A lot of circular and ovular and figure eight. My, my logic's a figure eight, uh, uh, and what you say, was that a figure eight or an infinity? And I'd say, well, it's like a smushed figure eight, but it's not totally on its side. Also, at some point, I got to twist it. Could you help me twist this figure eight back? Because it kind of got twisted into like a, like a, where it's more like a figure L, like a figure eight, uh, like an L8. Uh, I guess that would be it. That's my logic. That's the sign for Scoot's logic equals a figure of eight. Uh, it's infinitely senseless. I know that much. Uh, so anyway, if you're new here, uh, here's this podcast. I'm going to try to create a safe place, as I said, where you can feel welcome, uh, treated with dignity and respect, and ideally uh, carried off into dreamland. Um, here's like the structure of the show. The first, uh, four minutes, ideally four minutes or less at this point, uh, is what we're always shooting for of, uh, business. And then includes like a little jokey opening and all the credits and, you know, how we keep the show in the archives for either sponsors or listener support. Uh, so it's the first few minutes of the show. Then we have an intro, which is about 12 minutes of me. Uh, trying to get your goose, uh, like your sleep goose, uh, your goose down or your artificial goose down. And is was that a Beastie Boys album, Goose Down? Or maybe that was a song, I'm going to get your goose down. Uh, maybe that no one's responding, even in my brain, it's crickets. Uh, uh, but here's, okay, so there's an intro, it's 12 minutes. You can skip it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not like really, uh, an informative intro. It's a friendly intro uh, where I try to set the stage for the podcast. If you want to skip ahead to the story, that's right in the show notes. Or um, uh, you, you can listen. Like some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people get ready for bed. And uh, there's no wrong way to use this podcast because uh, you don't really need to listen to it. You could just barely listen or be aware, you could turn it way down, whatever volume works for you. Uh, you don't have to pay very much attention to me, just as much attention as uh, as you feel like you feel like granting me. Yeah, but ideally, I'm, I'm taking your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and then you drift off to sleep. This guess doesn't so much put you to sleep, but to keep you company in the deep, dark night while you fall asleep. 
And why do I make this podcast? Well, because the sleep has gotten my goose more times than one where I say, what the heck? Uh, why? Like, just like I say, what the heck does get my goose mean? Well, also, I also, my, my part of my questioning brain says, what the heck, Scoots? Are you sure that's a phrase, getting my goose? And I say, well, I'm sure it's not getting my gander. Maybe in 1840 it was getting my gander. Yeah, but I don't know my goose from my gander anyway. Uh, but the reason I make the podcast is because I've been there, uh, tossing and turning and not being able to sleep. Uh, recently and in the past as a kid, chronically. Uh, but, like, yeah, what does get my goose mean? They they say that one really gets my goose. Uh, but it always seems like it's like uh, like it gets my tissel and a bissel. Or what do they say? It gets my bissel and a knot or something. Uh I don't know what, what, what that phrase is. <laughs> I blew, like I said, uh, it gets my thistles in a knot or something. I guess that's not a phrase. That should be, like, if you knot thistles, uh, you know, wear a thumb guard or whatever the heck they're called, a thimble. Uh, but when they say really gets my goose, uh, like, you think it's like it really irritates me, right? Like, uh, that person really presses my buttons. Or is it good? Like, oh, it gives me the shiver, the good kind of shivers. That really gets my goose. I think it's the first one. So why would getting someone's goose, I mean, I guess if you got someone's goose, it would be irritating. You'd go outside and you'd say, uh, Reggie, where's Reggie, my goose? Uh, wait, is goose male or female? Like uh, in a gander, is it like, a, or are they just different species? Uh uh, have a gander in my goose. Uh, like, that could mean anything. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, it really gets my goose. Like, if you take someone's goose, that's wrong. Uh, so don't do it. But I think you'd have more than mild irritation if you owned a goose at any time, I think, in human history. Uh, that would either be a sign you're very well off or your goose is, like, uh, like really important. Like, whether it's laying golden eggs or it's your best friend. Or like you have, you know, your family has a pillow farm. I mean, there's got to be pillow farms, right? Somewhere or, uh, or something. Or like you use, you know, the goose is part of your family's business or maybe your future sustenance for your family. You know, get, getting your goose, uh, for the most part would be more than irritating unless you're even, you know, especially if you're like a super rich, uh, you'd say, uh, Jeeves, Jeeves, uh, how many geese do you see out there, Jeeves? Uh, well, sir, I believe we see, I see 144 geese, as you always have had. Well, that's where you'd be wrong, Jeeves, because there's 143 geese out there. And I want you to go and count the geese uh, as, uh, you know, punishment and return to me and confirm there are 143 geese out there. And one of my geese is missing. There's not a day go by that I don't know how many geese are in my field. Uh, also, uh, make sure my bowl has uh, 22 raspberries in it this morning, uh, Jeeves. Uh, and once you count those geese, uh, we will need to find who's gotten my goose and uh, uh, deal with it. So you see, even like someone like that's going to be like, uh, it's still going to be more than mildly irritating. I don't think there's any situation again in human history... I mean, where you lose a geese, goose, and you just shrug your shoulders. I mean, I mean, unless you're, that's your goose's personality, like, 
like uh, like Donnie, the goose that always runs away. Uh, maybe that'll be in Gingerbread Press, 2059. Uh, Gingerbread Children's Press, uh, Donnie, the goose that always runs away. But, uh, you know, really, like, I think, like, uh, I don't know, I can't think of anyone... And I mean, let's not even get into swans. Holy moly. Uh, uh, hey, everybody, welcome to our newest uh, series as I record this yet unnamed. But by the time you listen, it'll probably have a name for the series, but it's episodic. Uh, though it does have, uh, like, uh, well, it's episodic. You can listen to it in any order. And uh, it's more, it is a grounded series, but uh, the way I'm delivering it is, I guess, uh, well, we'll see how surreal it is. So, so I really don't want to do any setup uh, of the story or the characters, uh, but I do want to do some sort of transition, you know, to help you uh, ease into it and and, and and stay asleep or drift to sleep at your leisure. And so, this uh, for this episode, I'm going to use uh, an entry from Wikipedia as a transition, which will. Uh, do some set set place place setting yeah if you're listening start to finish or if you're drifting off it should help too yeah, so I'll be quoting and paraphrasing from a Wikipedia article titled Pretzel Amusement Ride Company, which was a famous manufacturer of pretzel dark rides uh, they built over fourteen hundred pretzel rides and sold them to carnivals and parks. It was, uh, the pretzel ride was invented by Marvin Rempfer. Uh, Leon Cassidy was Marvin's partner in the Pretzel Ride Amusement Company, and both names are on the patent. Uh, Leon Cassidy patented the single rail dark ride in 1928 along with Marvin Rempfer. And the company originated in Tumbling Dam Park on the banks of Sunset Lake in Bridgeton, New Jersey. A uh, rioter said, I felt like I was twisted and turned like a pretzel, and so the name pretzel was chosen. A large, heavy pretzel design was originally fixed to the front of each car to prevent the car from tipping back. Uh, in 1929, a standard pretzel ride had five cars, 300 feet of track, and was one and a half minutes per ride, and uh, sold a presumably wholesale for $1,200. Uh, portable rides weighed about nine tons and, you know, were moved by big vans. Uh, for a while, they were single stories, but in the late 50s, they started making double-decker two-story rides. Uh, Leon Cassidy was not a fan of the double-decker. He was wrong, though, of course. Uh, there was a ride called uh, the Mad Giant, which was it weighed 17 tons and took five hours to set up. Uh, Pretzel also made spinning rides, including one for Coney Island. Uh, many of the rides were themed. Uh, a few were uh, Pretzel Ride, uh, The Caveman Casper House, Lost Mind, Gold Nugget, Thunderbird, Junior Drive, Junior Ride, Tunerville Trolley, Whirlow, Kitty Circus, uh, Pirate's Cove, uh, or other names, uh, Winter Wonderland, uh, Laugh in the Dark, uh, Laugh in the Dark with Spinning Cards, Laugh Land, Pirate's Cave, Pirate's Den, uh, Paris After Dark, uh, uh, Casper's Funland, Treasure Island, uh, tre- like uh, Big Farmarama, Lake Hachot, uh, Safari, Zoomerang, and uh, like uh, 
One of them, which is in Pennsylvania, was built in 27 and was the oldest uh, dark ride until it was lost in 2004. And there are some, including one at Sylvan Beach, which I didn't know about, so I'll be going there this summer for sure to check that out. Conanut Lake Park adds one. Uh, Camden Park. Uh, and there's also this website called... Uh, uh, laugh something, uh, which I'll try to link to that has a lot of stuff. Uh, so that is the history of the pretzel ride, but I appreciate you trying this podcast out. I work very hard and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside uh, whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, noise, uh, travel, temperature changes, uh, schedule changes, uh, you know, sleep it. You know, if you're sleeping on the second or third shift, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that to distract you. And the way I'm going to do it, like, I really want to create a place where you feel safe, uh, where you feel like you okay. I can uh, settle in here, and uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Pauses, uh, you know, extra words, uh, overusing superfluous like I did recently. You know, I'm really like literally leaning in and my hands are folded. They're on one of my knees right now. And I'm leaning in here because I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, and if you're new, here's the structure show. Here's what to expect. Uh, we start off with about a three or four minutes of business and that's how we keep the podcast free and over 600 archived episodes free is the people that respond to that stuff uh, and then uh, we have an intro which is uh, 12 minutes that we've just begun and the intro is kind of like a show within a show like the opening of uh like a like not like a monologue i guess this whole podcast is a monologue so i guess it is like that uh where ideally I make you feel welcome, I explain the things for the show. Then I try to make a metaphor or a way to describe what the podcast is uh, that's new every time. And so you can get used to my rambles. Or some people, like a lot of people, I heard someone recently say they're an intro sleeper. Like they fall asleep during the intros. They count on the intros to put them to sleep. Uh, other people use the intros to prep them for sleep. And other people skip the intros. Uh, but the, so the intros are the first 12 or so minutes. Uh, and then tonight we'll be talking about Doctor Who and doing a winding recap. That's uh, it, very similar, like almost like a, uh, like a, if you have a mirror and then like you put lard on a mirror or something. And then you, you would like, that's the reflection of this Doctor Who episode where you say, I think I can see something in that mirror, but not really, or soap or something. You say, uh, it's a, it's a reflection, but I can't make the reflection out. Uh, it's our recaps go. Make sure it feels nice and sleepy, relaxing.
and good for bedtime. Then we finish off with some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. And you could use it in any way you choose. You could skip the intro or you could listen to it. You could try it out and see how it goes. And as far as the podcast goes, this is one of those few podcasts that you don't really need to listen to it. You can kind of listen to it. You could adjust the volume. Uh, Some people like it loud and clear. Some people like it uh, like where it's like I'm almost mumbling, you know, with a couple pillows on top of me. And you're just barely making out what I'm saying. Or uh, there's people that listen around the world, some of which uh, even in my hometown say, I don't even understand what you're talking about. I say, okay, good. So it's a podcast you can tune out of any time. Ideally, it's just distracting enough uh, to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and so you don't need to listen. There's also no pressure to fall asleep. This episode should be about an hour. And I'll be here the whole time to keep you company while you drift off. So this is more like the podcast that's here while you fall asleep than the podcast that puts you to sleep. Because uh, that's one of my main jobs. and My jobs are to make you feel welcome, to earn your trust, uh, and uh, to, to be your companion, uh, to, to keep you company uh, while you drift off into dreamland. And if you can't sleep, I take that mission just as seriously. I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Because uh, I've been there. I've been there on both sides of it. Uh, and it's my honor to do so. And so so that's what to expect with the show. Tonight's episode, and uh, the, the, like the phrase from the episode that I'll talk about uh, is, can I have a hush, uh, the doctor says, or something like that. And it's just thinking that word of hush is pretty nice, H-U-S-H. Uh, and I guess if, you sh- if you're shushing someone, are you? is that the same as, was ever shush, was that ever shush? Also, if there's a word, is there a word shush uh, or shush? Or is it shush or shush? Uh, is that is that is that on any dating quizzes? Because uh, they never get that far. Like tomato, tomato, uh, nuclear, nuclear, uh, potato, potato. I guess that's the kind of same as tomato, tomato. I don't know what the other ones are, but is it shush and shush? Uh, I'll tell you what, the answer is no. Like, like I think there should be, like, uh, if it's on a quiz, you know, you don't want to be shushing people uh, or shushing them. Though shushing, is that what uh, sled dogs do? Is that slushing? Is that shushing? I think that is shushing or shushing when they're going, oh, that's mushing. Holy mackerel. I'm not kidding. I did not do that. Uh, uh, that's mushing. So you have hushing. You have shushing and you have mushing. Those are all great words for bedtime, I'll tell you that much. I mean, you probably don't want to be, I don't know, you could be mushing your pillows. I guess you'd be more mooshing them and pretending your pillow, like, I think like a dog sled, in my imagination at least, it seems like a pretty good place to sleep. It probably isn't in reality, but I picture it like uh, like fleece-lined and uh, like a sleeping bag on a sled. I tell you what, if I was going to do any, that's the way I'd want to do it. And maybe like w- w- like with a puppy alarm where the puppy's coming. So maybe nothing to do with mushing uh, where they come sniff my face uh, to wake me up. Uh, I do like those dogs. I forgot what they're called. Uh, the snow dogs. Uh, with the, like, uh, But those are nice dogs. I mean, I like most dogs. If you're listening, dogs, I do like most of you. Cats, uh, 
I like you. I'm just allergic. What can I do? Um, but what was I talking about? Oh, shush, hush, hush, hush. That's not a word. Uh, but hush is a nice word. Uh, I think maybe not though. If I guess it depends on how you deliver it. But in this, you say hush. Like what was it? Wasn't there a song like a little, uh, like uh, hush hush? Uh, I don't know who sang that. If it was, uh, I can hear it. Uh, it was someone where when I say diva, I mean the positive side of diva. Uh, but I can't think of who it was. Uh, but but a beautiful song, hush hush. And the whole idea of this podcast isn't to hush, uh, to believe it or not. Like, it's to say, hey, I got a nice word. It's a hush. Uh, it's got that hush in there. You know, like Rush, a band. Don't rush at bedtime. It'd be, you could listen. There is a there is a lullaby version of Rush uh, on there on the internet somewhere on Spotify. Uh, but, like, at bedtime, I'm not here to hush you. Like, or your thoughts. Like, because I guess this is, like, where the podcast can't, came from was one of the things that keeps me up at night is overthinking. And what I always tried to do was hush my thoughts or stronger versions and say, can you just, like, my internal dialogue would be somewhat confrontational both ways. Like, I'd have all my overthinking. I was trying to figure everything out from the past or the present or the future. And then I'd have the part of me that would want to go to sleep, and I'd be trying to hush those parts of me that wanted to do all these calculations uh, and planning. And I quickly learned that uh, it doesn't work, uh, for me at least. I couldn't hush those thoughts. I couldn't stop thinking. And it didn't feel good. Like, I guess, like, internal hushing uh, is, like, uh, it could be, like, if you're snuggling something, like an in, your internal puppy. I don't know if, does, do we have internal puppies? Uh, well, let's pretend we do. And you say, oh, hush, hush, little puppy. Like, if you mean it like that and you're petting the puppy, you say, don't worry, uh, you're, uh, I don't know what you'd say to your internal puppy, because that's already a weird, like, maybe you don't explain it. You say, okay, this is, a, I'm here, I'm here. Hush, hush, little puppy, I'm here. I'm here to pet you, nice and good, right under that ear, just like you like it. And if you want me to, I'll hold your head here, little puppy poo. Uh, hush, hush. So if you say it like that, uh, that works. Uh, but when you're trying to get your thinking to cease, uh, at least for me, I never could hush my thoughts. And then it would feel more, it would feel like it was creating, stirring things up even more. And I'd say, why, why do I even got to hush my thoughts? Why can't I just go to sleep? And that led to me, like, uh, making this podcast. Because I, I'm here to do some, um, I guess, internal pup, puppy holding for you. And say, hey, let's not hush those thoughts. Uh, hey, all, all you thinking parts, come on over here. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's a paradox. I don't know if that is a paradox, but it, like I like we're using that word a lot. Here's a paradox. It, every time I use paradox, I think it makes me sound intelligent. Uh, I figure that one out. Uh, but anyway, like uh, maybe the parts of us are, maybe that is like, like uh, I didn't realize this till just now, but it's like uh, all that talking or thinking at bedtime is like a pu- bu- barking puppy. And instead of doing that and saying, hey, can you stop with the friggin' barking? It's bad, like, because puppies can't understand anything except love. I, that's another, also, that's a book I'm writing. Uh, puppies under, puppies only understand love. Uh, uh, heartbreak and uh, something, 
and my year with uh, not mushing, but trying to become a musher or something. I don't know. It's a book in progress. Uh, but like all those thoughts, it feels like barking. And you say, hey, like uh, when you're trying to shush it or hush it or whatever, uh, it doesn't work. It never worked for me. Uh, so instead, uh, I'm going to say, hey, puppy, I'm going to hold you here. I'm going to tell you a little story. Mostly I'm going to use the word hush and mush and uh, uh, tush. Uh, I know it's tush. Uh, I'm so silly, aren't I, little puppy poo? And th- I guess that's the concept of how the uh, podcast works is like uh, a part of it. One, doesn't make it. Scoots, I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't make any sense. They say check. Uh, but wouldn't you, like, if you were a puppy, wouldn't you want to be held and positively hushed? Uh, also, it's my new fragrance uh, coming out in 2040, uh, positively hushed. Uh, it's a, you know, name pending. Like, I get that out to the, you know, market testers. Uh, but it, so the podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff to make you feel comfortable, to earn your trust, uh, and to give you an alternative to internal hushing. Uh, where you could just kick back and I'll just keep the rest of you entertained while you drift off into dreamland. Now, uh, while the podcast is best intentioned in my way of helping, it doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. I hope it can help you. But uh, we have, like, thousands of reviews, and almost every single one says, takes a few tries. So give it a few tries, because I've been there, and I really would like to help, uh, like... Uh, like hush down those thoughts. Uh, like just, I don't, I can't remember how the song goes other than hush, hush, but, uh, I'd like to help. Uh, and I appreciate you checking this podcast out and I work very hard because uh, I really want to help you fall asleep. So thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, uh, weather, travel, uh, snoring partners. Oh, those sweet, sweet snoring partners. We love them so, except, uh, you know, they snore. But, but, like, uh, like if I can take your mind off of that, uh, I was thinking about, uh, weather veins. Uh, I've had weather, I've had a weather vein on the brain recently. Or, well, I was thinking about squeaky weather veins, and then I was thinking about weathered weather veins, uh, which maybe that's what tonight's story will be about, the weathered weather vane. I don't know why they don't call them wind vanes, other than, like, a weather vane sounds better. But if you had a squeaky... Well, let me get back to... Let me get to the new listeners first. I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, tangents, like, superfluous stuff, uh... Is like so like similar stuff like similes, uh, accidental jokes. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, let's see, where am I? Um, I'm going to try to 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 keep you company uh, and distract you as you drift off into dreamland. That's basically what I'm here to do. 
And if you're new, here's the structure of the show. First a few minutes, uh, less than four minutes ideally, will be business. That's how we keep the podcast free and over 630 archived episodes free. So you have a plethora of uh, stuff to sleep to. And so that'll be first to three or four minutes. Then there's an intro, which we've just started. Those are around 12 minutes of me trying to explain the podcast. It's kind of a show within a show. It's monologue-like in the fact that I'm the only one talking. Well, no, but there's like the cacophony within my uh, brain. Uh, But it's still just me. And uh, so the intro is like a show within a show. Like some listeners sleep to the intro. Some listeners skip the intro. Some listeners get ready for bed, get their pets in bed for the intro. And the whole idea of the intro is to make you feel welcome uh, and and to put you at ease. If you're new, to kind of slowly earn your trust. Uh, So that's the intro. Those are around 12 minutes. Uh, Then we'll have a story after that. Maybe it'll be about a weathered weather vane, now that I'm thinking about weather vanes. Uh, And then at the end of the show, that's about 45 minutes, and we'll have about a few minutes of thank yous at the end. And also, all told, the show is about an hour, and you don't need to listen to any of it. You could listen to two minutes of it, like some listeners do. You could listen to uh, 40 minutes. Uh, you could have it on all night, as some listeners uh, like. Some people don't start listening till they wake up at, like, 2 in the morning. So there's no wrong way to use the show. And you can listen intently, but you don't need to, because uh, I'm just here to keep you company. So if you need company and you need some mild entertainment, I'll be here till the end, uh, believe me. I'm here for you, but I'm here for you in a way that you don't need to listen either. If you say, well, I'm just going to turn down the volume here to a murmur, I'll be here to murmur and mumble uh, uh, to help you in any way I can. And you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. The shows are about an hour, so you have plenty of time uh, to drift off at your leisure. Uh, There's no pressure. This isn't a podcast that should put you to sleep or must put you to sleep. It's a podcast to be here as you fall asleep, to make that transition a little bit easier and to give you something else to think about and listen. Well, not really think about because there's not a lot of sense in here, but, uh, you know, something to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, And maybe if you become a regular listener, uh, a friend that you can look forward to at bedtime uh, rambling at a nice, uh, safe distance. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. And, yeah, like I said, I've been thinking about, well, I, I don't know why I started thinking about weather vanes. I mean, I guess like one day, I guess I think people used to say life goals. That was a few years ago. But uh, I would like to live somewhere like uh, where there's a weather vane. I don't think I don't see that in my near future. Uh and I guess that I guess I would have to own the weather vane. Maybe not. I guess you could rent a place that comes with a weather vane. I don't know. I guess like when I think about weather vanes, I think about them kind of spinning with the wind. And I picture them, and sometimes they have nice designs. I guess if I had one, I would prefer one that was weathered, maybe made of some copper or something that could get that whole like a green. Is that a patina or patina? Yeah, patina of. Uh, green and stuff uh but i guess if there was a squeaky weather vane i guess that's originally why i started thinking about it like that could keep you up at night if you're if you're at like so if you have an airbnb or something grease your weather vanes uh like don't do it now 
But next time you're at the store, pick up some of that 10-in-1 grease uh, or whatever it's called, oil, that you're supposed to use, uh, that you see in everyone's toolkit. I don't think I've ever seen it used. Maybe my dad. I don't think I ever saw my dad use that, but I know he had it everywhere. But that probably is good for a weather vane. I, I, here's the thing. I, I, I've used WD-40 for before. I don't have anything against it. But I think for a weather vane, use that, like, 10-in-1 oil instead. It just feels more, um, I don't know, bucolic. Is it, can, can an oil, can a lubricant be bucolic? Is bucolic a word? And uh, the bucolic oil, there, there's another story that will never be told. The oil would say, just leave me down here with the dinosaurs. I just want to stay down here. What the heck? Uh, but anyway, where, where are things going? Well, I was just thinking about weather vanes. Why they're not called wind vanes, but weather vane is a nice word. Isn't there an actor, William Devane or something? He was, on, he was in, in some of the Bad News Bears movies, I think. Uh, okay. I guess like, I mean, this podcast, I guess can be like sometimes a squeaky weather vane for some people. It might sound good for me. I live in a neighborhood with uh, roosters and I enjoy their sounds, but I can see how other people would be like, when's that weather vane going to be, uh, stop squeaking and say, okay, well, let me get up there with the grease. I'll grease it up for you. And, uh, you won't hear a thing. And maybe some person, maybe some person's extra, they got extra, maybe they have more, their hearing's more on the sensory level, so they can even hear it, the churning weather vane. But that'd probably be good. You say, okay, it's getting windy. The weather vane's churning. Uh, when the weather, hey, that sounds like a truism. When the weather vane's churning, the weather will be a turning. That's most boring. That's pretty boring. But, uh, I don't know why it's called a weather vane, though. I guess that's my, I keep coming back to that. If it's just pointing with the wind, is it doing anything else? And not that it has to, other than look lovely. And, but this podcast, I guess, is meant to take your mind off of stuff, uh, to point you in any direction that'll lead you to sleep, uh, and to carry you off into dreamland in case that there's something like a weather vane that's keeping you awake or thoughts about weather vanes. I think weather vanes, weather vanes, weather vane or weather vanes, uh, weather vanes has the, the right amount of syllables to be in a song, in a, in a hook part of a song. Uh, weather vane, see the difference? Weather vanes, uh, you could just, it's, it feels sing songy. I don't know. But I, what I do know is I'm here to help you. It, this is from, coming from somebody that overthinks everything. And once something gets uh, stuck in my mind, uh, it just keeps turning and turning and turning. And sometimes it can feel a little bit squeaky. And, you know, when you're when it's in your head, you can't have somebody come and put that 10 in one. Is it 10 in one oil? And what what does 10 in one oil even mean? Does it mean there's 10 different kinds of oil in that one tin? Are there 10 kinds of oil? I mean, because the, the 10 in one oil was out way before there was like avocado and coconut oil. I think even pre-grapeseed oil. So I know those three aren't in there. Or is it like 10 and 1? It can You can use it for 10 things. Uh, I don't know what they are after door hinges and weather vanes. I'd have trouble thinking to the other eight. What would be uh, bike stuff? But that's uh, a little generalized. Uh, squeaky wheels, I guess they get the grease. So there you go. There's one. Uh, that's three. 
uh, I guess like something you'd, you'd have to turn like that. You'd, you know, stuck, turny, stuck, turny stuff. Uh, but this would be more, I figure that one's more of like a maintenance thing where WD-40 or spray is like getting it, you know, it feels like there's always res, cause I guess I always over spray. What would be the other seven things you'd use a 10 and one for? I mean, I guess outboard motors. It feels like outboard motors are on every, anytime they want to do a 10, they say, oh, marine, yeah, marine usage, like out, outboard motors. And I guess they could sneak in inboard motors. So maybe they could just say marine usage. Uh, that gets us down to six. I guess I'm not a marketing expert either. I mean, I was talking about weather, greasy, squeaky weather vanes. Uh, I think we said that, though. Squeaky wheels. Uh, what are other things that need to be oiled that are irritating? Uh, thanks, thanks. my brain already snuck that one in. Uh, uh, blabby jaws. Uh, I don't think a gre- grease would help my, a 10-in-1 grease wouldn't help my squeaky wheels. Uh, I mean, my wheels are always turning. I don't know, like, okay, children's toys, that could be a general one. Household usage, oh, yeah, like uh, drawers, they probably could use a little oil every once in a while. And cabinets, uh, then you could say, uh, it still doesn't get us anywhere close to 10 and 1. Is it 10 and 1? Maybe it's just 5 and 1. If you have, if you if you own a 5 and 1 oil company, they'll bump it up to 7 and 1. And then if you own a 7-1, bump it up to 10. I mean, you'd have to find other things other than what I listed. And I'm not, I'm drawing blanks. Uh, screws, do you ever, yeah, I guess, you, you, would a screw go in easier if it had oil on it? It'd probably be hard to screw. Um, yeah, refrigerator, I, I don't, I've never had a squeaky refrigerator. The motor makes a lot, a lot of noise, but... uh yeah, I'm out, I'm out uh, like, uh, I guess I'm out of usages for 10 and 1 oil. And that's why I'm here, is to keep you company. And I'd posit that maybe you weren't thinking about it. I don't know if that was our most, uh, least interesting intro. I'm going to go to the hardware store and just look. I'm going to say, where's your uh, grease aisle? Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, where's the grease aisle? They say, sorry, what are you looking for? Well, I don't like to ask questions. I'm looking for some uh, t- some grease. Uh, what kind of grease? They said, now we're talking. Now we're having a conversation. As a matter of fact, I'm looking. Did you, what, what, how many in one oils do you have? Uh, also, do they have the company contact info on the tin? Because I could reach out to them. I'd say, throw some coconut oil in there and some avocado oil. And, uh, and okay, I'll, I'll wait outside. Thank you so much. Uh, I said, they won't, they didn't want me, even in the imaginary hardware store in my mind, do they want me to finish the intro out here? So the whole idea of this podcast is to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, to keep you company, I've been there sleepless in the deep, dark night, so that's why I want to help. Uh, and that's it. I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give it a few tries. Almost every review says uh, give it a few tries and see see how it goes. Uh, but I appreciate you trying this podcast out. I work very hard, and I yearn, and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, uh, or all you need to do if, if you're in the Philly or Jersey area, 
Uh, we're, you know, I have family that lives there, so I can say all Jews. All Jews, guys. Uh, that's another way they say it. Anyway, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press. So I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is uh, create a safe place where you could take a breath. You could sit uh, or stand, whatever your choice. You could lie down, uh, kick back, uh, let your shoulders down. You say, whew, oh, this, you know, this place isn't half bad here. Wow. I think I will uh, take my position of choice. Uh, what do they call it when you could splay? I don't, I'm never sure when I read in a book, I say, what does splay mean? They splayed. Uh, but I can picture it now. I can picture you splayed on the floor, chilling. And the way I create a safe place is ideally you feel welcome. Everyone is welcome here. And I hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents, superfluous everything. You know what? There has never been a review that said this, but I just thought of it. A superb in this superfluousness. Or I guess you could say someone like, you know, when you you do that thing where food is really good, where you take your, you do the okay symbol to your lips and then you kiss it. I just did that. You'd say, his superfluousness is superb. I guess it's kind of hard to say. Sally sells a superfluous, uh, I forgot what the other word was, a superfluous. I did. I just forgot it. Uh, what, did, what did I say? Superfluous tangents? No, that doesn't start with an S. That's how quickly my gray matter uh, changes form. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I forgot what I was talking about. I didn't even pause it or edit it or anything. What was I good at? I thought I was good at something, but I already forgot. Uh, really, superfluous. Uh, oh, I forgot. I'm good at being superfluous. Uh, so I'm superb. They say, ooh, his super, superfluousness is superb. Oh, then I was trying to say, uh, so how about Serena sells, how about Serena sells superfluous, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, this is, hey, by the way, welcome to sleep with me, a podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story, but structurally, if you're new, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Here's what to expect. The first uh, four minutes or so of the biz- of the show are business, uh, ideally under four minutes. I, I've seen it clocking in under three lately, but, uh, that's it. Keep the podcast free and our over 600 archived episodes free uh, is the listener support or the sponsors. That's how we do that. So we do that to the top of the show, get it out of the way. Uh, then we have an intro, which are those are around 12 minutes of me like being superfluous or misusing words that I think I know the definition to. That's more common, maybe, depending on the definition of superfluous. Uh, I will say, my, I think I'm, I am, I, I, I do, like, I, I guess I can't say I'm superb, but that's too much. You know, I did minor in classics, and uh, so I think it, that, like, when you say something, when you say you're superb, that means either, I forget if that means you're going to be covered in miasma or the other one, uh, but I know it's not good. I, I, I've read enough comedies. Uh, like, I remember I thought I was going to get an A. This is like, a, I was not at college level, but as I said, uh, hey, did you ever notice, hey, teach, uh, you ever notice that the, uh, the tragedies are hilarious and the comedies are tragic? 
and it turns out that was a that was a uh, not, that was like a French class or something. I was in the wrong room anyway. But uh, he said, "Who who covered me in my asthma? I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm looking for a totally different word, but uh, you know what I mean. Anyway, you didn't even study classics, and you know what I mean. Anyway, I'm glad. So the oh the intro, yeah, that's where I ramble on, try to explain what the podcast is unsuccessfully. Ideally, I went over your trust by you saying, well, this isn't half bad. Uh, then there'll be a story a portion of the show. And tonight it's our episodic series, uh, our new episodic series that when I'm recording this doesn't have a title, even a working title yet. It does have a working title. It's just not good. And I'm big on title. I think titles are very important. <laughs> They're very important to me, especially when I, like uh, the girl that lived in a theme park is the... the uh, the working title. I think that's the first time I've said that out loud on the show, but uh, by, maybe by the time this re- is released, it'll ha- I think it will have an actual title. That one's a little bit wordy. It's a little bit too straightforward for me. Yeah, so I'm working on it, but... Uh, so oh, so we'll be we'll have that. That'll be like about forty five minutes, and we'll have some thank yous at the end. So that's how to expect the show. It starts with business, then there's an intro, which you can skip. The timestamps are in the show notes, and uh, then the thank yous and, and the story stuff. So you can skip ahead to the story. But a lot of listeners find these intros. Uh, I was going to say superb, but I was like doing a you know. Whatever that other one is, uh, it's not pathos. Uh, uh, that could, that could, pathos could be another one, or is it pathos? Pa- I don't know my pathos or my pathos. So that's that much is clear. Uh, but I do know that I'm here to help. Uh, so that's the structure show. Here's the thing: you don't really need to listen to this podcast. I think you figured that out on your own in the last uh, six minutes. Uh, it's a little bit goofy. It's a lot of bit like uh, it's a little bit weird for sure, and if you're skeptical, of course you are. This is a podcast is supposed to put you to sleep. What do you mean? What do you want? You know what's the angle? What are you going to do? Well, here's I told you what to expect structurally. You don't need to listen. That's another thing. So no pressure to 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 pay attention, and also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here, kind of, to keep you company. Your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud. Ideally, I will earn your trust, and one day I'll be your boar bestie, or your be you know boar best boar friend ever. I don't think people do that. You think that ran out in like 2015? I just started doing it. That's how I know. Like E V is it E V A H or E V A? Uh, or I could just be your you know you could even call me your like uh, like whatever like you could pretend that. that uh, you say, well, I'm just calling you over, like I'm on your on-call, your Borsus. I guess that's what I'd be, uh, your Borsus. You say, yeah, I, I come over, like, same type. Of, it is the same kind of relationship, except I'm at a distance. Uh, and you say, yeah, I'll be here about an hour. That's this, uh, that's similar. Never thought about these similarities. Uh, I'm digital. Uh, so, yeah, you get, you get a little bit more boundaries. You can imagine me. However far away you want me, uh, like believe me, I, I, uh, I understand. And I'm here to kind of try to relax you and put you at ease, but in a little bit different way. Uh, but you're, like I said, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Fall asleep at any time. I guess it is like, I don't know, I, I, I can't get massages uh, because I get too tense. Uh, 
Yeah, they say, can't you relax? They say, no, you're, you're, you're massaging me. How am I going to relax? Uh, and I say, okay, I'll try. But now I can't stop thinking about relaxing. It was the same thing when I ride out, when I went on a horseback ride in that horseback riding episode. And they said, they said, can you relax your body? I said, no. Uh, like, could you relax? No, I can't do it. Uh, especially now that you've brought it to my attention. I thought I was as chill as uh, a cucumber. Uh, but I'm realizing you're observing me and uh, there's no doubt about it. I'm not relaxed. And that's where maybe a little relatability comes in because that's an issue I have at bedtime uh, where I start thinking past, present, future. Maybe for you it could be something different or you're just traveling. But I've been there, and that's why I call it the deep, dark night because that's how it feels to me. And you say, what in the heck? Uh, they just want to get a good night's sleep, please. Uh, or... I just want to get out of my head, and that's what I'm here for. And obviously, I try to add some levity to what is a legitimate and serious situation that I'd like to help with. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. That's what most reviewers say. Is like, Jesus, took three tries, two tries, ten tries. Uh, recently, someone said it took a month. Uh, I bravo for sticking with it for a month. Uh, you know, but I grow on you, uh, and I hope I can help you fall asleep because I've been there, and I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and I work very hard, and I strive. I appreciate you trying out the show, and I really hope and I really yearn that I can help you uh, fall asleep. Uh, thanks so much for, for coming by. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where I can set aside whatever keeps you awake, uh, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, you know, travel, uh, any stuff, like mystery stuff. That's like lately... Uh, what has either kept me from falling asleep or woken me up? And I say, what, why, why'd I wake up? Oh, boy. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off. That's part of the safe place where I hopefully you feel welcome. And other ways I'm going to do it is to smooth it and pat it and rub it down. A safe place. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me doing that with my hand because I'm not touching anything. You know, I'm doing, I'm virtually smoothing, uh, I'm not virtually smooth. You could you could probably in, infer that if you've listened to any seconds of the podcast. Uh, but I do do some virtual smoothing. Virtually smooth, though. That would be I think Max Max who's that Max Hedrum was virtually smooth. Uh, anyway, so like I'm gonna try to smooth it and pat it. I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents. Oh, do I have tangents? Uh, uh, do, do, like I, I don't even cook them up. I, I actually do like I do all the kinds of tangents: cooked tangents, steamed tangents. Uh, uh, you get, got an instapot full of tangents going, and a crock pot, and a slow cooker. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be Julianne some tangents later. Don't worry, tangents. I, you know, only ones that can be Julianne will be sauteed, uh, baked. Oh, boy. <laughs> Especially those of you that are baked. You know, I'll be baking your tangents uh, for sure. 
uh, most, I guess most of my tangents are half baked. <laughs> so I could stop talking uh, right now. Uh, but I, you know, however I cook them up, uh, all, all, totally 100% raw tangents too, half baked and raw. That's what most of mine are. Uh, but all to keep you company in the deep dark night. If you're new here, thank you for checking the podcast out. And let me tell you a few things to get you settled into place. Uh, one, this podcast in recent reviews, people have said you should listen to it for a week or two to get used to it. Uh, it doesn't work for everybody, but it usually takes a few tries to get the idea that I'm not a very sensible person. I'm half, I'm a half baked raw tangent. Uh, now with 50% salt, you know, 50% salt. So, you know, I come in half, half of that, uh, but structurally, here's what to expect with the show. Currently, uh, the first uh, two, two to four minutes of the show are business. That's how we keep the show free and all the archives free. It's the people that, that listen to that part and act on it. Uh, but if you're new, it's not a big deal. And the more people that act on that stuff, the shorter we can keep it. So thank you, everybody. Uh, and then, um, so there's two, two, two to four minutes of business. Uh, and then there's an intro, which we've started here. The intros are about 12 minutes. Uh, Looks like about 14% of listeners skip the intro and go straight into the episode. And you could do that. The, the timestamps will be in the show notes there. And let's see. So skipping the, oh, so, so the intro is just me trying to explain what the podcast is. And basically with a metaphor like that, a half-baked metaphor about baking tangents. Oh, don't worry. I'm a, I'm a saucier of tangents too. Just in case you, I'm a sous, I'm a sous chef of tangents. I'm going to sue some tangents and that's with the S. So, you know, not S, you know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to put a roux. I'm going to make it into a sue of tangents. And then at the end of the show, I'll bid you adieu. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully like, uh, nothing will be covered. Like seem like it has any goo, like you none know, of my tangents will be gooey. And so the intro is just me kind of rambling. I thought I had something in my mind I wanted to talk about. Uh, so we'll see how we do a time. Then there's uh, the story portion of the show. Tonight we'll be talking about who? Doctor Who. Uh, the Doctor Rose and her, and her new friend. Uh, I think that's what we're talking about. Uh, and her friend, a new friend, Adam. Along with, And it'll be like a very circuitous t- telling of Doctor Who. So don't worry. Because uh, when I was a kid, I couldn't watch, like, uh, Doctor Who would be on in the middle of the afternoon or something. And I would just see, hear the soundtrack, and I'd say, we've got to change the channel. But now, these, this will be very sleepy. Uh, yeah, like, uh, so th- th- that'll be about 45 minutes. Then we close off the episodes with a little thank you and good night. And uh, so that's how the show is structurally. Short, short business, uh, then an intro. Optional intro and then uh, episode in the intro, you know, as a show within a show. And I've seen people debating on the Internet. And like I said, maybe 15 percent of people just go straight into the story. You can do it however you want. Uh, there's also no pressure to listen to me. I think you probably got that, too, like other podcasts. Hopefully I'm going to be here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff, but not be so engaging. I don't have that problem of being so engaging. People have to listen to me. Like, ideally, just like in my regular life, I like to fade into the background. So I try to replicate this in this podcast where you say, well, I just tune you out there a little bit uh, and you'll drift off. uh, Because you're also under pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. 
giving it my all to be here for you. So if you can't sleep at all, I'll be here till the end. If you can fall asleep right away, I'll still be here. You know, in case you wake up or you got to use the restroom or whatever. How come? I mean, that's one thing I've never wondered about on this podcast out loud is like, how come in the out of your house, there's an out, there's outhouses, there's bathrooms and there's restrooms, right? Uh, and then, you know, in, in other places, there's WC, like water closets. How come it's a restroom? Uh, I guess because you're not taking it because they don't have baths in there. Is that why a bathroom? Because even if a bathroom uh, doesn't have a bath, it's if it's at a house, you say. Sometimes I still say, "Get it? Can I use your restroom?" Uh, just because I, I, you know, like uh, I, don't, I get mixed up enough. I don't need more than one name. But uh, how come that is? Like, uh, if you're out of the house, it's a restroom. I guess because it doesn't have a bath. Uh, if you're in a house, even if it doesn't have a bath, it's a bathroom. Uh, so I guess I figured that one out on my own. So, so um, what was I talking about before that, though? Well, okay, any any point, I'll be here to keep you company. Whether you need to j- just drift off uh, or you need some company, you're tossing and turning and you can't fall asleep, uh, I'll be here uh, to, 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 to be your companion, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar cuz, your boar sib. Uh, here in the deep dark night, I'll be doing my best. And part of the reason is, like, I've used a term from uh, old text-based adventure games. You're spinning your wheels looking at that. And I literally just had a, a situation. Just in this, if you have a tech company, you know, go ahead and use this, but make sure you pay me a lot of money for this idea, which has probably already been tested. But so there is this universal thing with the internet and phones or computers of a spinning wheel saying, uh, the computer basically saying, I don't know what the hell's going on. And it's, it's spinning its wheels saying stuff's not working right, but I don't, I don't know. And I was actually trying to proof, uh, like a podcast episode, like why I went, took a go for a walk and it, like I thought it downloaded to my phone and then it got out of the house and it was just spinning its wheel. And then, like, the whole time, no matter what I did uh, or change, uh, Wi-Fi or, you know, non-Wi-Fi, the phone fi, the phone was still spinning its wheel. It turned it off, turned it back on, the whole nine years, and then the walk was over. Uh, but why can't you just tell us, like, uh, like maybe, like, some sort of, I don't know, does this take up too much bandwidth? Or, you know, do, does it hurt to call your mother? I guess is basically what I'm saying is, like... Uh, like, can't you say, instead of spinning the wheel, like have something saying, hey, I don't know what the heck's going on here, uh, and then run through it. So, hey, check in, can't connect, like, uh, my, you know, my my RAM's all jacked up or can't connect to the Internet uh, or, I, I don't know, like, give us a little more information. Or am I just being, because I guess that would help with my impatience, uh and, I mean, we have become, uh, like, uh, impatient with these devices because they are so f- efficient and effective most of the time. But, really, you think about the different wheels. It's just, like, what pla- you say, oh, rainbow wheel, you're on a Mac. Uh, a uh, dotted line wheel, oh, that's, uh, you know, depends on your browser. Uh, uh, like, uh, I don't even know what they do on PCs anymore, but I'm sure it's some sort of spinning something or other. Or, or sometimes it's a globe or a dot, or like, flapping back and forth. And, I mean, some people will give you, like, a silly emoji or something that's decent to look at. But you say, uh, 
or maybe just do somebody shrugging their shoulders, like, uh, spinning. And you say, hey, like, I don't know what to have, like, uh, or maybe somebody like, like, uh, looking through something. I don't know. It just would like a little more information. And I guess the computer's saying, I got nothing. Uh, maybe just that. Say, I got nothing. I don't know. You say, hey, why can't you get this f- f- file to play? I thought you downloaded it before we left the house. Uh, and the phone's just, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what happened. Uh, I mean, I think I do know what happened. In this case, it was encoded at 128. And, like, if the phone would listen to me, it'd say, was, is this because it was encoded at 128 and that's 64K? Uh, because, like, the patrons, they have a 128 file. So then I proofed the 128 file. But if you're going to struggle with that file, I mean, I thought you had plenty of space in, at home, you had plenty of bandwidth. But what's up with that? Uh, it says, I don't know, man. I'm spinning this wheel here. But it's all I know. Same as you. I mean, maybe we could take it a step further and offer, like, if you can hire, you know, the same scientists that are looking at my brain in Northern European nations, uh, like, have them design something that so we could create a bonding moment with their phone. Say, oh, geez, that's too bad, phone. Uh, not even you know what's going on. Uh, you know, you're, you're the keeper of everything for me. Uh, and uh, you're, you're you're mixed up, huh? Like maybe I give you you want me to uh, wipe your screen off? Uh, where are your shoulders? I could rub your shoulders for a minute. Uh, you want me to restart you? Like uh, like we're on the uh, it crowd or something? Like it crowd? What 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 can I do to help? Because uh, uh, I think if the phone just said, "Hey, I don't know what," to, like instead of spinning wheel, like the spinning wheel kind of feels more like when you're waiting in line. Or you're on the phone, they say, well, I'll get right back to you. And then you say, that's never, like, you say, well, give me, give me a time. And they say, well, I don't know. I got to go ask my, you know, my supervisor. Or they say, I got to go back in this office and, you know, pretend I'm trying to help you. You say, I'll get right back. I mean, if they say I get right back to you and they don't get right back, uh, you know what I'm saying? I guess like, like, I guess I'm getting into Seinfeldian territory here. But say, hey, just say, I don't know what the heck's going on. Uh. I'm spinning, like, I guess the computer's spinning, you're, you're looking at the computer spinning its wheels. Uh, I'm looking at that spinning of the wheels. So, like, instead of a text-based adventure game where it says you're spinning your wheels looking at that, I'm now living in a text-based adventure game where I say, I'm, I'm looking at that spinning its wheel. Uh, so, anyway, I guess what I'm saying here is, like, this podcast is a little bit for people that are spinning their wheels all the time. Or you're over it. You say, hey, like, uh, why don't you kick back instead of thinking about all that stuff? Uh, just listen to me. I'll be rambling half-baked rambles uh, and tangents. And believe me, we'll be using cutting edge. We'll we'll sous vide some of these half-baked. I'll half sous vide. I'll half-bake it, and then I'll sous vide these rambles uh, coming up here. And to, to carry off in a dreamlike, because I've been there. And I just want to keep you company. I just want to help. This is the only way I can help. Uh, so, it, again, it doesn't work for everybody. But give it a few tries. You know, I, I really believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And, and I'd like to help if I can. So give it a few tries. No pressure. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, if not, like, try LibriVox, uh, audiobooks. There's, uh, I don't want to say any other podcasts, but... Um, you know, maybe a podcast you already listened to or something and, uh, give a few tries. Uh, and I hope, uh, but I work very hard and I strive and I yearn 
because I really want to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by.